Liquor, liquor. You can sip it. You can even, even if you really want to, you could taste it. I'm talking every drip and drop, and don't you waste it, baby. Ooh, you could slurp it up. It's enough to fill your cup. Can I get an amen? It's finger licking good. Mm. And I wish a nigga would go down kind of slow or even fast. I'm always sprung once I feel your tongue. I mean, what the fuck? Can I live? Don't even hear me. When I feel your tongue. Can I live? Can I fucking live? When I feel your tongue in the crack of my ass. Yes. Need a nigga going out like that. Boy, I'm packing such a tasty treat. Give me dick. A nice little tasty, tasty, tasty treat. So tasty. Could be sweet. A little salty, a little savory, but it's gonna be a tasty treat. Amen. And you could eat me out. Mm. But just Put it in your mouth, yes, in my motherfucking mouth. You could just see me out. You could eat me out, yeah. One more time, congregation. Well, you could lick it, you could sip it, you could taste it. I'm talking every drip drop, don't you waste it. Baby, slurp it up, it's enough to fill your cup. It's finger licking good, and I wish a nigga would go down kind of slow or even fast. I'm always sprung once I fill your tongue in the crack of my ass. Yes, I need a nigga going out like that. Boy, I'm packing such a tasty treat, and you can eat me out. Yes! Welcome to the Celebrate Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Solomon, Reverend Solomon, and that was honestly a very, um, mm, I don't even know, I don't even, I don't even know really, it's a very, um, how would I describe that? A very soulful gospel, come on saints, rendition. Of I can yells, put it in your mouth. Honestly, a, a, an iconic song, a rap classic, will go down in history as one of the best songs of all time. <sighs> but welcome to the show, child. I'm a little, I'm not even trying to, I hate when people preface their illnesses beforehand. I'm not feeling well today. <laughs> I really do hate when people be like, I'm not feeling well today, but let me get into it. Like, gag. Um, but no, I'm really kind of not feeling well today. Um, like, I feel sick, you know, like actually sick. Like, not like, oh, I'm, I, you know, have a little headache. No, I actually feel very, actually, let me take my medicine right now. Hold on. Sorry. All right, I'm back. I just had to take my Theraflu thing. Um... You know what's crazy? And my mom would really be so mad at me. Whenever I get sick, like, I don't I, I don't treat myself like I'm sick. But you know what also? <clears throat> my mom, and bless her heart, like, if you listen to, like, a few episodes of the podcast, a few 
episodes ago, maybe like a month by this time, um, I shared how like, you know, I had all these medical issues growing up, blah, 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 trying to get adopted also. Um, you know, born with drugs, blah, 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 blah. So like my mom just was a little OD when it came to not pro- like protecting, like taking care of me, you know? So if there was anything, like she was always like taken off from work, like, you know, what mothers do, which shout out to moms, bitch. I mean, yes, yeah, shout out to dads too, if you're that type of dad, but like, it's not about y'all really. What I'm saying is shout out to moms and shout out to like women who really just kind of really have to like, Play, be, be that girl in every fucking field, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, we just really got to be lit in just one area. And it's like, that's it. We could just coast on by, bitch. <laughs> Not to be shady, but like, we can. <clears throat> but like, women, y'all got to be amazing mothers, amazing wives, amazing in like, your work, your job, like, wherever, wherever, wherever. So, <clears throat> the fact that my mom just always took off, like, I was like, damn, do you ever fucking work? Do I ever actually go to school? Because there was, like, a point where... I'm not going to get too deep into it, but... Girl, I was just, like, always in bed, like, at home sick. So... And you know what's funny? I mean, actually, it's not funny. My mom, she is the youngest girl of the family. Um, She was also very sick growing up. So... I was like, not her. Not, not, not... Not um generational, like, not her inheriting her sickness with me. Um, but anyways, so long story short, I just kind of, I'm so over. Like, whenever whenever I get sick, I'm like, girl, I don't want to be in bag no more. I don't want no motherfucking fucking menthol. What is it? Vicks Vapor Rub, bitch. I don't want no fucking chicken noodle soup. I don't want no 7-Up. I don't want no crackers. I don't want none of that shit. No Pepto, no nothing. I don't want no tea. I don't want no humidifiers. I'm just like, let me be free. So when I'm sick on my own, I feel like I don't ever tell nobody. Like, well, I mean, not my mom. I won't ever tell my mom. So she's like, one, not worried. But then two, it's like, I can just do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really should be in bed right now. I still got my bathrobe on. Um... I need to go rest. Honestly, I do really need to rest. That's really one thing. If there's anything I've learned this past weekend is um, I need to rest. And um, you hear that in the background? That's my block, y'all. I didn't even shut my windows. I have my windows open with a a nice little breeze. I just bought these. um, Because my windows don't have, like, screens. So I bought, like, these small little screens to kind of put in there, one, so that the fucking flies don't come in here. But then, two, so these damn cats don't jump out the window. That's, like, one of my biggest fears, like, living in an apartment. Y'all knew this when I lived in San Diego. I was so—I never allowed them on, like, the balcony. I was just like, I don't know what, like—you know, like, cats have, like, instinct. Like, things that are super-duper ingrained with them. So it's like, they'll probably won't jump off, you know— a high building but bitch i don't want to try it you know like <clears throat> i talk a lot of shit about these damn cats and be like bitch they get on my fucking nerves but i really would not want them to die like you know what i'm saying that would really break my heart um so needless to say if you guys hear some shit in the background it's because my windows are open and i don't have the energy to close them um so yeah but i'm still gonna do this podcast i really should be fucking in bed it was just, I, we got back from 
Puerto Rico Monday Monday night, late Monday night. We were supposed to come back Tuesday night, but you know me, I be leaving like a day early. You know me, bitch. I I've been really notorious this past year of like leaving places early. <laughs> I be on, I be like changing my flight quick, like just get me out of here. Like I be really quick with it. But I'm glad I did because um, I thought I was gonna be able to just jump back into things yesterday. But I couldn't. I was just wiped out. I was exhausted. And I thought, like, oh, today's going to be better. Like, So today's a little bit better. I was able to get through some emails and do some other shit. But, like, after three hours, I'm really kind of wiped out right now. So I think once I'm done with this damn podcast, I'm going to lay my burdens down by the riverside. And go lay up in this motherfucking bed and watch The Crown. I'm re-watching The Crown. You know what's funny? I... Ashley uh, was with me all weekend long, and she's like, you love this type of shit. Like, I love a fucking timepiece. Like, I love the Gilded Age, bitch. I love the... I love anything with these old, rich, bougie, like, disgruntled white women. Like, it's something so appealing about it. I don't know why I'm so in love with these old-ass white bitches. I don't know. Like, there is this show on Stars that just came out. The, the day they premiered um, House of the Dragon, which I'm not going to get into because, bitch, I might need a new podcast. I like a second podcast where I just talk nothing about just Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. But um, it's called Serpent Queen or some shit like that. Basically, Queen, um, it's just some more shit about, you know, royalty and these old bitches and, you know. So... I went through my little spiral and thing, my deep dive recently about Queen Elizabeth, you know, the queen. But now I'm into um, Queen Victoria. I just watched Victoria and Abdul, the fucking movie with about Queen Victoria. And basically it's like there's some Indian dude who comes in and she befriend she and him become like best friends, like the last nine years of her life. And it just kind of really made them white people lose their motherfucking marbles because they're like, bitch, he's not white and he's not English and he's some like commoner from India and he's like your right hand man, you know? But the more I was watching that movie, I was like, you know, I don't really like to get into these things. I really tried to reserve my opinions on what I think happened in that cave with those boys from Thailand. And I think it. what I love about us is you guys know where my mind's going. And a lot of you guys were like, bitch, I think we onto this. I, we think the same thing was going on in them caves. So, but I didn't want to say it because I just feel like that's a little inappropriate for little boys and like kids, you know, whatever. So I was like, let me not say anything, but I think Something was going on in them damn caves with that coach. But, um, because there's no damn reason why you should be in no no cave. You know what I'm saying? Like, there ain't nothing, you can't see nothing in no damn cave. It's like, you three miles deep into a cave and it's dark. You know what I'm saying? Not saying, but I'm also saying, you know? So, boom. So, but then I was watching um, Victoria and Abdul, and I was like, Yes, granted, she was depressed and sad or whatever, and it was the end of her life, so, but it was like, damn, like, why was she so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't help but think, like, was the friendship that great? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it that great? And it can be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it can be, but I was like, Abdul might have been 
giving off a little piece of dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Abdul might have been. He may or may not, but I mean, I wouldn't if. So here's the thing. I don't know if he did or not. You know, he probably didn't. But if he did give off a little piece of dick, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, oh, okay. I wouldn't be shocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, whereas some people would be shocked, like, oh, no. Like, I would be like, oh, yeah, girl, that's, he was giving off a little piece of dick. It's the last, you know what I'm saying? If, I, if I'm if i closer to the end of death, bitch, and, okay, I'm not trying to be shady or nothing. But all I looked around me was some uppity old white people around me all goddamn day with them British accents and shit like that. And all of a sudden, like, little brown, young thing. And he wasn't that young. He was, like, in his 40s, I think. No, bitch. He was in his mid-30s. Yeah, because he died at an early age. He was, like, in his late 30s. A little brown, young thing come through. And I'm, like, what, 70, 80 years old? I would want him probably munch on a little piece of dick. I would probably want to munch on a little piece of dick. (laughs) For real. You know what I'm saying? Like... Hello, like, I wouldn't be, be even be shy of it. I'd be like, I ain't got too many more years on this damn earth, bitch. I would want me a little piece of dick. And I would probably be excited if, like I said, I'm seeing a bunch of bougie, whack-ass white people around me all goddamn day. I'd be like, ugh. And then finally, somebody come in with a little, like, little little something swag, bitch. Little something. I'd be like, you know, like, I would be... If I was Victoria, I would have looked at that man and be like, hold on. I can see why she would be like, uh-uh. That servant you got all the way the back there, that one all the way back there. Bring him over here and um, I'm going to talk to him in my room. Y'all can leave. I would. I mean, that sounds wild, but I feel like that's probably what was going on with Victoria and Abdul because uh, allegedly she, like, didn't knight him, but, like, she basically gave him a huge, huge standing in, like, the royal house. Not the royal family, but, like, the royal house. And he was, like, above a lot of these other motherfuckers. And on top of it, bought him, like, a house and shit. Well, she she gave him quarters in one of the estates. But then in India, had got him, like, a house or some shit, like, some shit he could live in. So when she fucking died, see, she set him up. So when he died, she when she died, he knew, she knew... Um, her older son, the heir to the throne, was going to kick him out and send his ass back to India. So she said, no, since this nigga's about to do this, let me just get you a, a little house and set you up. You know what I'm saying? It's giving sugar mama. Y'all be like, see, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like the girls don't be liking my little hot takes. You know what I'm saying? They don't really enjoy my hot takes sometimes because they be like, you're old, you're old Z, you're old Z, you're old Z. You're taking it too far. Like, this is not really. But come on now. What world y'all living in? I, I live in the real world, baby. And uh, I mean, granted, there are some people near death who get a little generous with their bullshit, but they ain't that generous to set the nigga up in India. She knew he was going to get sent on the next fucking ship out to India. And she said, nope, let me set you up. Let you, let's set you up so you good when you get back to India. She he was probably getting her a little piece of dick. Come on now. A, a commoner, like not to be like shady, but like just a random dude from India who just wouldn't make no headlines. Not a not like take it or leave it. Like not great, not bad. Just a normal dude who would die unknown. 
got a chance to go to her fucking jubilee and got in the presence of her. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably he just, come on now. Come on, you guys. You know? I mean, not saying they can't be great best friends. Like, for, like, I'm sure, like, they were probably, but I would not be surprised if he was breaking her off a little piece of dick. You know? Just a little piece of dick. And you know what? When they that old, it may not even be a, just, she probably just wanted to munch a little. Just a little, like, like, she probably just wanted to feel it a little. Like, she probably wasn't, like, getting back shots or nothing like that. But, like, can you imagine Queen, <laughs> Queen Victoria getting back shots? It wasn't probably like that. She was just probably just munching a little little munch. Just a little, like, mm, mm, mm. that was it. She just probably just laid up in bed and just, like, fell so funny. And that was about it. I don't think it was that deep. Like, it just, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know? If anything, or either if it wasn't no munch, like, she was probably looking you know, I don't know, bitch. What I really want to say is very inappropriate, and I don't want to get canceled because this is actually not a nice thing to say, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah, I shouldn't because I'm – no. Because um, that is actually not a nice thing to say. Because you know what I've learned? <clears throat> I've really come to the realization this year that, like, Maybe it's not okay to... I think I've talked about this on the podcast. Maybe it's not okay to talk about penis size because it's really something you can't... People can't change. But now the girls are getting injectables. I think we mentioned this with Angel when he was on the podcast. But um, they're injecting their penises with filler. That is wild to me, bitch. And then, bitch, the, them fucking um, penises are looking very deformed. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't inject the head of the penis with filler. You can only inject, like, the shaft. So what the fuck? You got this big-ass, brolic-ass fucking beer can. Because you can't change the length. You can only change the girth. So why the fuck you got this f- short ass, big ass, fat ass, like fucking beer can dick, small ass head? You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying? If the head is all st- small, like let your dick just be small, bro. Like you know what I'm. It's it's just not like because visually that would look ugly. Like that it does look ugly. Like so, if you can't change the length, and you can't even if, inject. The, the tip of the penis, you can only just do the shaft and only the outer layers of the shaft, not even like the top or the bottom. Girl, listen, if it makes the girls happy, great. But I'm the type of person to where as much Botox as this is injected in my motherfucking face, bitch, I, have, I didn't realize this, but my facial expressions are wild and crazy. And it's because... I've been injecting my face with Botox for, what, eight years now or so? And so before I used to have facial expressions with my face. Now because my face doesn't move, I have to use my eyeballs, which is worse. So I've just subconsciously, like, all... Like, I won't feel that my face is moving, but then I'll, like, my eyes will be moving and, like, my brows and, like, my eyelids and stuff. And I'm like, so it's... I'm my facial expressions I can't hide. 
So, like, bitch, if somebody whipped one of them little nasty-ass beer can cho dicks out, I would be like, ugh, what is this? Because I really don't have a filter anymore, and that's horrible. I know. Sometimes I be in the gym. There's this one dude. He is bald from his whole crown of his head is bald so all he has is like long he has you know homer simpson how homer simpson has hair on the sides of his head you know well he's like homer simpson to where he has hair on the side of his heads but it's really long it's like it's like 14 inches long but he's bald on the top you know what i'm saying but hold on it's I'm i'm gonna paint the visual for you guys um, so he has a really big noggin. Like, that head is huge, bitch. I, f- like, it looks like a watermelon head. Like, you know, like those, like, babies that came out deformed and had them big-ass watermelon heads? He, I feel like he might have been a watermelon head baby. So, he has a big-ass head. Like, that head is, like, the size of a basketball, bitch. It's huge. It probably why he's bald, because it's, like... Only so many hair follicles can cover so much amount of head. And it just, I think genetically, it was just like, we 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 can't cover the rest of this mass. It's a lot more, you know what I'm saying? So they probably just stayed on the lower ends of his head. Anyways, long story short. So all his lower, the um, sides of his hair are really long. It's like maybe 16 inches long. But he don't cut it off, clearly, 16 inches. He puts it in like a man bun. Like, on the top of his head. Not, like, in a low man bun. Like, a chic, you know, cunt one. Like, because, you know, when your hair is that long, you can do a nice bun at the nape of your neck. And it's chic and it's cunt. Like, I feel like women look so gorgeous when you have your hair slicked back and you have that a nice bun at the nape of your neck. There's nothing more divine than that, in my opinion. But that's not the case with him. He puts it at the top crown of his head. So it looks like a bird of paradise. You know the plant, bird of paradise? It looks like a bird of paradise. So every time I see this, like, I just get like, <gasps> like, I'm aghast, bitch. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, I have to, I've stopped doing that. But the first couple times, it is very alarming. It's very alarming to see because he has, like I said, he has a really big, huge noggin. And then it's bald. And then it's like on the top. It's like this like fountain of hair flowing out. It's just, it is a sight to see, bitch. It is a sight to see. So needless to say, I would just always like, oh my God. And one time I caught myself in the mirror. Somebody was looking at me through the mirror and they started laughing at me, like at my reaction to him. So that's when I realized, oh my God, Solomon, you got to really cool it with your reactions, you know? So, needless to say, if I saw a dick like that, it would just really freak me the fuck out. Um, but yeah, I just feel like Abdul was probably breaking off a little piece of dick. You know, I feel like Abdul was giving Queen Victoria just something. Something was going on. It may not have been like full on like you know, X-rated, it just might have been a little, like, you know, maybe second or third base, you know? And that's that might be all she needed. You know what I'm saying? Because these girls, these women, like, she married her first cousin, which is nasty, bitch. That is so nasty. That is so raggedy. And so she was, like, you know, fucking her first cousin. 
and she had like nine kids by him that is just okay i'm gonna move on but like that is just wild to me you fucking your first cousin and you had nine kids that's a lot that's a lot of sex with your first cousin that's nasty that's really fucking nasty but you know that's the reason why the royal family has are a bunch of hemophiliacs and that's not an insult like no they actually do like i think there's six members who actually suffer from hemophilia so um which is really sad because it's like bitch they didn't ask for this but she was the one who ushered it in so she was the one who started the whole hemophilia because you know she was fucking her first cousin and thus boom that's why them motherfuckers got that's crazy bitch that's really fucking crazy thank god for Meghan markle bitch and side note i'm gonna move on but it's so wild that the girls do not like Meghan markle because i listen to her podcast archetypes and she seems like such a nice sweet lady and just not always relatable but like you know when somebody there's two types of people where they are super relatable. You're like, bitch, that is totally me. Like, bitch, I could, I could see us kicking and, you know, eating Dunkaroos and drinking wine from a box, bitch. Like, that type of relatable. And then there's those type of people who are, and it's no shade to Meghan Markle, but are neither here nor there. They're just, like, bland enough to kind of fit in, but nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't mind having lunch with you i wouldn't want to have dinner but i wouldn't mind having lunch during the daytime and i would only want to have lunch with you like twice a year but you know you know like there's certain people who are like that and then there's certain people like i i want to see you like once a week like and come in my house you know Meghan markle's that type of bland personality that is so sweet and soft-spoken and like endearing to where you feel like you can just walk up to her or like she would be like you would be going through it, and she wouldn't give you great advice. She would just be, like, a shoulder to, like, literally cry on. Does that make sense? Like, she seems like that. And I like her. I like people like that. She seems like a sweetie. So I was listening to her podcast. I've been listening to it for a while. And I'm like, how the hell do people dislike this woman? She's so, like, disarming and, like, so, like, a sweetie, you know? I don't know. I mean, I know why they don't like her, but... Which is so wild to me because that's why I be telling black folks and y'all who be really on this fucking um, bullshit on, you know, biracial this, y'all ain't black this. and At the end of the day, to white people, y'all still niggas. We still niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, I'm never going to be viewed in white people's eyes as a white person. It's never going to happen. You know? We, we can fight amongst each other and that's fine. I can handle it. But... Outside of this, no one's seeing me as a white person. No one's seeing Megan as a white person. They're just not. It's not going to happen. So, anyways, so that's kind of it. Um, I'm moving right along. Um, okay, so I just got back from um, Puerto Rico. <clears throat> it was cute. I had a good time. Um... What happened? What happened? What happened? Um, oh, so we get there. So I, I ended up, um, I flew out with Ashley. We had a good time. I was really excited. Like, I wasn't, okay, 
y'all know how it is when it comes to performing. I just, I love performing, but at the same time, it's like, it's so dreadful for me because it's like, I'm already expecting some bullshit. Like, you know, I'm just prone to it. Like, I'm just, all, and honestly, my expectation, expectations are really in fucking hell. And it was funny because I was on the phone with Serena and she was like, I was like, girl, these people seem very organized. She was like, oh my God. And so we were kind of like gagging, but then we were also gagging because it was like, yeah, but I feel like this is bare minimum organization. You know, like these, because me and, you know, me and Serena are A-type personalities, both Capricorns, like control freaks. Like we are those type of girls to where like my, every minute detail, we're just into it. So I was like, you know, but I said, but girl, we'll see. The verdict is still out. Everything could switch up and change the minute we land in that motherfucking island. So needless to say, not to sound like a dick, but I wasn't excited to perform. I was excited to spend time with my best friend and to just, you know, to have like that moment of her and I, which is nice because sometimes when you're in group settings, it's, you can definitely have like one-on-one -on -one moments and then part of a friendship is definitely having one-on-one -on -one moments, but there's something a little different very intrinsically different when, like, you kind of travel together. You know what I'm saying? And just have, like, those moments. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited. So, boom, we get onto the plane. And first off, I just I just got to get this out of the way. And I really hope I'm not insulting any of you um, mothers and fathers and people who have children. But... You have to teach your children how to behave in public spaces. You really do. Okay, and I'm saying this. I'm 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 coming to you with love. But you have to you have to teach your children how to behave in public spaces. Listen, I don't have kids. I don't know how that works. I don't know what's working in 2022, but bitch, back in the day, and I know you can't do this no more, but my mom used to threaten me with violence, okay? My mom, I mean, she didn't beat my ass, but like she would threaten me with violence. She would, like, spank me if I acted up or raise my... You know, like, I was always aware. Like, my mom raised me. She never spoke to me as if um, in baby language or whatever or, like, cutesy shit. She literally spoke to me as an adult. Like, she didn't, like, use smaller words. She used big words, whatever. Um, she t spoke with me, spoke to me very, like, matter-of-fact, like, whatever. Um, but she also let me know, like, I'm a child and you got to be in your, a child's place. And so I kind of understood that and I respected it. Um, I mean, I wasn't like the most perfect child or nothing, but I didn't act up. I mean, I acted up in school when people tried me. Those are the only times I fucking acted up. I would really fucking act the fuck up. But when we were out in public or whatever, or did anything, I just didn't behave like that and I was like mm. so I called my mom and I was like was I how did I behave as a kid did I do this weird shit she said no you didn't act like that she said because you would have got beat I was like well all right lady <laughs> but that's the truth <clears throat> um however there was one time I threw a temper tantrum when um, my mom's cousin was taking care not taking care of me but like we went out or whatever and I was with her in her care I was in her care and I saw a Little Mermaid t-shirt and I threw a hissy fit because I was used to getting whatever I wanted because I was the only child so I was like oh yeah well my parents were horrible just so manipulative I was like oh my parents will pay you back 
And she was like, no, you're not going to get it. And I threw a fucking temper tantrum in the store, like spiraled and then ran away. Yeah, my mom got my ass right the fuck together. But that was the only time. And but aside from that, like I didn't really I didn't lose my motherfucking marbles. Needless to say, um, there ha- there is a sort of decorum I think everybody has to abide by when you're in public spaces. Um, and it's interesting because we're not really we're moving away from that. And it's kind of wild to think of. Like, there used to be a time where, like, you couldn't be in a... Like, you could do whatever you want. But, like, to be in a in line to get coffee and just be loud on the phone or, like, on FaceTime or on speakerphone. Like, a speakerphone is wild. Okay? I don't want to hear your conversation. Like, okay, you're not <laughs> heading a fucking Fortune 500 company. You know what I'm saying? This is not an important call. You're just shooting the shit. You know what I'm saying? And even if it was, like, it's just there's certain things where it's like, if you are going to be on the phone, don't be so loud. You know? There's certain things where I just feel like people just don't know how to behave in certain settings. Um, When you're in the theater, you're not supposed to be on your phone, baby. You're not supposed to be recording. I know now it's like they don't mind and the ushers are kind of allowing certain things to, um, to get by because they're tired of, like, chastising people. But, like, I just don't know where some of these people were raised, where they came from. You know, like, there has to be... It's just... Anyways, when you're on a plane, there's... There isn't, like, rules, but, like, there, like you should keep your conversations low. You know what I'm saying? You should keep your conversations low and keep them short. Okay, there, especially early morning flights when people want to sleep. You know, I mean, there's little little things like that. Um, but children, this child was like just screaming and like slamming down on things and just, I don't even know what, I don't know if the child had some sort of disorder. I don't know what it was, but a firm touch might, might get him together. A firm touch could get him together. I'm not saying slap the taste out of that child's mouth. I ain't saying all that. But I'm saying a firm little touch. You know what I'm saying? You could just pop them. I mean, not pop them, but just um, poke at them on the side. And a firm touch. You know, even like a little pop is okay. A little squeeze. Touch him, Jesus. Touch him. He need to be touched. A little firm touch. Because... That fucking demon child, I was like, this cannot be true. It wasn't until two days later, there was other people on the plane, um, other performers that went to Puerto Rico, and they were also on the plane. I was like, oh, my God, I was on the plane with this demon child. They were like, oh, my God, were we on the same flight? I said, and so the fact that, like, people knew this badass child, mom and dad both there, two parents. Mm -mm. And see, that scares me about having children because... I do want kids, but I'm afraid by the time I have kids, I, I might, I don't know what I can and cannot do. And I want to be emotionally intelligent enough to where I can use my words. It's going to be my my prayer that I'm going to be smart enough, and so is my child's going to be smart enough, to where we can talk things through. 
But I do know, I do know where I'm standing right now in 2022. It might change in a year because, you know, I'm a lady who changes her mind. Um, a firm touch will be applied. A firm touch will be applied um, if you get out of line and start acting up. So, yeah, just mothers, fathers, I don't know what um, the solution is, but it's, I feel like kids are wild. I don't remember ever seeing kids lose their fucking marbles, like, as they've been losing in the last five to ten years. So, kids, I, I'm from the old age to where, like, kids supposed to be seen, not heard. And I don't know how hold, how long that's going to hold up, but... I know I'm going to give y'all the reins. Y'all can figure it out yourselves, but please get them kids together. And when I got on the flight back to New York, I looked and boom, who was sitting right in front of me, that badass kid, and I spiraled. I actually did spiral for a little bit. I didn't make a scene, but I definitely, it was very, it was kind of like a scene. And But it's like, if your child is so bad that somebody gets on the plane and recognizes your badass child and refuses to sit there and is vocal and loud about it, it's because your child's a fucking shithole, you know? And you are to blame. You know, like, I don't know if the child needs Ritalin or some sort of... Lith- the child needs fucking lithium, baby. The child needs a fucking lobotomy. Give that fucking child a lobotomy. I can't, like, (laughs) loud, disruptive moments. I can't do it. I'm really starting to... That's how I know I'm going to just be old and senile when I get old. Because I'm not going to like no loud noises. I don't like loud noises as it is now. I was sitting by somebody. Oh, my God. This is so bad. Maybe I shouldn't... No. Let me edit this. Hold on. Um, oh, I could be, it could be anyone. Um, I was recently, and by recent, it could be in the next last three months. I'll put it that way. I was sitting by someone and actually, you know, it's funny. I told my mom this. I was like, you know, fat people are really loud. They're really loud. There is something very like loud about fat people. Like they just have like a loud, like thunderous voice like it's just so it's so loud and i'm not trying to be like really rude i'm not saying this like from a rude place i'm saying it as a matter of fact thing like not trying to be like in a mean way of like fat people are loud but like in a matter of fact like fat people are loud you know um most fat people they just really are just very loud my aunt my bless my aunt she's passed away love my aunt down to the ground she was loud and I never, as a child, I was like, wow, is she so loud? Like, does she, is she deaf? Does she not hear herself? Um, shout out to my aunt who's in heaven. But, um, yeah, they're, they're just, so anyways, I was next to, um, I didn't realize this person sat next to me. <laughs> and I, cause I, I, my, I was kind of turned one way and I didn't hear them, didn't see them, feel them, nothing. And all of a sudden I hear this thunderous, loud voice. I said, oh my God. Wow. And I looked over and it was that person. I was like, this is insane. You guys are so loud. So loud. Um, <laughs> I just think I just don't like loudness. I don't like loud shit sometimes. And it's wild because I, I myself can be loud. But I'm starting to 
not enjoy that because it's actually I'm now now I've I, I'm thinking I'm more embarrassed by being loud because I don't want that type of attention, you know. Um, I just love things that are quiet and peaceful and just tranquil and you know loud rambunctious noise. I just feel. It doesn't soothe my soul. It actually causes me anxiety, and I get very agitated. <laughs> um, so needless to say, we get on the plane. The child's loud, whatever. I wasn't able to sleep. Um, I was working on basically one hour of sleep because it was an early morning flight. We land in Puerto Rico. We get into the van. We get to the, we do our little COVID tests and whatnot. Um and so we're, we just waited for our rooms, and we had, like, a dinner that afternoon for everybody. And we just—we were in the lobby for four hours waiting for our rooms to be ready because the hotel, you know, just kind of dealt with the hurricane. So they're kind of getting their shit back, to, back in order, getting back on their legs, you know, which is understand. I wasn't even upset with none of that because it's like this is—that's—I get it. Um, but once I got into my room, I had to hurry up and get dressed. I had a dinner and then I, dinner wasn't that long, but it was like maybe a three hour dinner or so, but it was like a one hour f- ride to dinner and then a one hour ride back. And I felt so shitty because, you know, these, um, it's people, you know, first impressions are pretty crucial. They are very crucial. And I'm normally, like, a charismatic person, but when I tell you I was working on one hour sleep and just tired and I just wasn't myself and I was falling asleep at the table and I don't know. Like, I've, I've learned I have to get rest. If I don't get rest, I'm not, I'm not, I used to be that type of person when I was younger to where, like, I could just turn it on and be charismatic Solomon. I can't do that anymore. And I think it's also a combination of I can't do it anymore and also I don't need to do it anymore. Um, Whereas when I was younger, I thought like, oh, you have to do this because you want people to like you and you want to leave a good first impression. And it's like now I'm just like, if I'm tired, I can't fake the funk, you know. So I felt bad because it was like I just wasn't a happy camper. Um, but then once I was able to sleep and whatever, everything was much better. Um, and I was able to talk to people and stuff like that, but it was a great trip. The one thing I loved was it was very organized. Um, and I will say, I appreciate that. Like I appreciate as a musician, having to work for something that was very organized and well put together um, made me happy because, you know, I, I'm so used to just shit that just don't go right. Like people who don't follow my contracts, my right, like, you know what I'm saying? I just started to leave shit out of my, my writer, my contracts. I was like, these motherfuckers ain't never going to abide by it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and then what do I, what do I look like trying to sue someone for something as dumb as not putting tea in my dressing room, you know? Um, but needless to say, it was a great, um, I had a good time. Um, the performance went really well and I'm glad that I did not perform the upbeat song. 
yeah, I'm really glad I did not perform the upbeat song. The crowd was a little older um, and Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? Latin. So they knew what song I was doing. Like once I once I got in a couple bars, they knew I was singing Costumbres, which is probably one of the top 10 songs of all. If not top 10, top 15 for sure of all like boleros in Latin music. And if I'm being honest, by one of the top three most loved singers of all time, Rocío Durcal. And written by one of the most beloved songwriters, Juan Gabriel. So it's a it's a big song. So I knew that they would appreciate that. And based off of their response and um, applause, I was like, okay, I, I made the right decision to stick to my guns and perform this song. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great little experience, and I I had a good time. Um, I, I mean, if I wasn't so, like, busy, I wish I would have had more time to, like, do and explore the city. I wasn't able to. I was kind of really only, you know, stayed at the hotel, sleep, rehearsal, performance, and then I went out to dinner. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of really about it. Um, but hopefully I get a chance to go back to Puerto Rico. I had a really good time from, you know, the little moments that I was um, out and about. Which wasn't that much. I just went out, like, to dinner one night. And then afterwards met up with cast and crew um, at a bar and had drinks. Um, But, yeah, it was really great. But, yeah, that's it. There's no no drama. There's no, you know. You know, I know the girls was like, bitch, we're waiting for, we're waiting for the, but there, it really wasn't. It was just like a smooth, like easygoing, very scheduled. The only thing I didn't really like was waking up early in the morning to do a COVID test. <laughs> that was my only grievance. Cause you know, I'm not a morning girl at all. I'm really like, I don't wake up till one or 2 PM in the evening every day. Like I, that's been like that for 15 years of my life. So like I wake up, I have no problems waking up early in the morning for like flights and like work stuff. Like if it's anything I got, I, I'm there and I'm never late. But I know this is horrible of me to say. I just was like, oh, really? A COVID test? Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> a COVID test? Because it's like, yeah, even though it takes like a little quick little swab and you can go back to bed, it's just like getting dressed, going down upstairs. Go, you know what I'm saying? Like, once I'm already up, I'm up. I'm not the type of person, if I wake up, I, I'm up. I'm not, I, can't, I don't have the ability to go back to sleep. I've never taken a nap in my life. I mean, I I have, but not really, if that makes sense. Like, you know how some people can be like, oh, I'm going to take a nap. That's not me. That's never been me. I just be up, bitch. And then I just sleep for eight and a half, nine hours. Um, I might need to close this window because the street is very loud and very obnoxious at the moment. I just want to live in like a quiet, cozy area. Um, all right, so moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. Also, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's been listening to my new single, Someone Else. Um, and then, like, actively saying, like, bitch, this song has been on repeat for me. Thank you guys so much. That means a lot. 
um, it's always like a good feeling when someone's listening to something you created. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, I was going to do listener letters. Okay, hold on. Let me just see. Am I going to do listener letters? Let me see if this is, um, a sh- if there's a short one in here. Let me see. Okay, I just checked the email. Um, there's a lot of, like, long ones. Um, I said I was going to do it this week. I'm so sorry. I'm just really kind of really tired and exhausted at the moment. Um, like, I need to get in this bed, baby. And, ooh, let my bird is down, honey. Um... Yeah, I need to lay my burdens down. I'm not feeling well. It's just like I have a little bit of aches and pains. I'm, co- What is this fucking drilling y'all got going outside? And I bet you if I look in this motherfucking window, it ain't got no construction. No, hold on. Let me go look at this shit. Gonna look up. What the hell? I swear, y'all, like, honestly, I just... I, oh my God. I swear, I love my people. I really do. I really, really, I love us for real, bitch. But we just be doing some shit. We just be doing our own shit. I knew, I was like, who the fuck is drilling? It's just a neighbor just drilling some shit on the fucking sidewalk, bitch. I'm just, and that is honestly, (laughs) that is really my cue to get off this damn mic and go lay in this motherfucking bed and go lay in my room. Um, I'm sorry for the low energy today. I will be a little bit better tomorrow. I mean, um, next week. Hopefully, child, if this, whatever is going on with my body is gone by then. This, this demon has been released. Um, but yes, once again, if you want, listen, go stream my new single. It's called Someone Else. Um, yeah, I can't deal with this, um, this fucking drilling. All right. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.